What's up, y'all, and welcome back to Found Bites, a game review series. My name is Brian, and I'll be your host. If you don't know about us, we're all about testing out and finding small, high-quality video games. This is a podcast that aims to respect your time and money as a gamer and a consumer by sifting through storefronts and sales to find the gems that may be worth your precious resources. If you're interested in reaching out or helping out, feel free to email us at foundbytesgrs at gmail.com, tweet at foundbytesgrs, and also rate and subscribe to us on whatever podcast feed you're using. Also, don't be afraid to leave some comments. If you're a developer who would like to participate in our Spotlight interview series of special episodes, please reach out through any of our channels. We would love to hear from you. But enough about the show. Let's get into our next game. Bad Boy is the game for this week's episode. Bad Boy is a 2D action platformer, and this is got to be a love letter to Shovel Knight because this is so similar to Shovel Knight, as well as the Mega Man, Mega Man X games, and even a lot of similarities with Super Mario Brothers games like 1 through 3, and also Cuphead. The game was released in May of 2023, so fairly recently, on PC, PS4, and 5. Xbox One, X and S, and on Switch. The game was developed by two companies. It's not clear who did more, but they have a close relationship. So it is Sanzai Games and X Plus Company Limited. And both of these are based out of Osaka in Japan. Uh, Sanzai Games is a small team out of Osaka, and I think they both came together on games like Super Sammy Roll and Smelter. I have not played either of those, but they look interesting. So the game was published by X Plus Company Limited, and so I'm not sure the exact relationship between them, but they seem to be pretty closely related. There is no physical release yet, but I feel like this is a game that people are going to jump all over for like limited run or super rare games, uh, so stay tuned for that. The game released at a price point of $14.99, and the runtime you could probably get through if you're not trying to get anything extra in about four hours, but if you're trying to get all the collectibles, uh, right now I am a little over five hours and I'm almost into it, so I would say maybe over six uh, depending on your level of skill. The game does have a platinum trophy. I think it's super doable. I'm going to try to go for it. Uh, but there are trophy sync issues. I had an issue where there's this recurring boss and you have to beat him three times throughout the game. And I beat him the first time and I didn't get the trophy for beating him the first time. But I beat him the second time and I got the trophy for beating him the second time. So, uh, But I did go back and just run through the level with him the first time again and the trophy popped. So... Uh, just be aware of that if you're having issues with the trophies sinking. Uh, me, I paid full price for this on PlayStation. I did not wait for a sale. Again, this is a recent release, so I was hearing a lot of buzz about it. I actually saw about it on Twitter. I saw the trailer there, and it looked a lot like Shovel Knight. I'm a big Shovel Knight fan. And also recently, I heard uh, Colin Moriarty talk about this on Sacred Symbols, and that he beat it and platinumed it, so I decided to really dive in. Mm -hmm. 
All right, let's talk gameplay for Bat Boy. So the real comparison here is when you're in level versus when you're in the overworld, which is kind of like a stage select. So let's start with that overworld and sort of talk about how you progress. So the map that you're going to look at on the overworld is very similar to Shovel Knight, very similar to Super Mario Brothers 3 or Super Mario World, although it's more grid-based, so not quite like world. But you kind of have free roam. It's not like Super Mario Brothers where you would have to stop or you can't go past if you beat a level. Basically, anytime you have levels available to you, you can pick which one you want to do. So you actually might be able to do these out of order because they are numbered because you'll have access to like three levels at once that you can play through and you have to beat them all in order to progress the map. And so you can do them out of order, which is pretty nice. But basically whatever is available to you visually is because of what the clouds are and aren't covering. So when you beat all the levels in that area, the clouds will kind of move to the right. Again, very similar to Shovel Knight. And so then you'll be able to kind of explore whatever other levels are now available once you push the clouds. When you highlight over the level, when you go to the level, it'll tell you the level name and it'll show you what extras you have to get there. So for the most part, each level is gonna have three seeds and a cassette that you have to get. So this is very similar to like Crash Bandicoot 1 and 2 and 3. There are set things in the level that you can go get um, and you can keep trying the level until you get all of them. What you'll see on the map is these numbered levels and you'll have to beat them to progress and push the clouds so that you can access more levels. You'll also have spaces there where there are shops and you can buy certain things and we'll talk about that. And then you have these special challenge levels which aren't numbered and you don't have to do them but they're kind of testing the skills or the moves that you've gotten so far and see if you can use them all. And then there is one level that's like a hub level where all the NPCs as you progress through the game will kind of populate there and it's like a safe space. So as you're going into levels, like I said, there's going to be things that it shows you need to collect in each level. So let's talk about those collectibles. And one of them is going to be a cassette. And each level is going to have a cassette that's available for you to find. And basically this is going to allow you the soundtrack for that particular level where you can play in the hub level. So it's a nice collectible and it's like in the hub level there's a jukebox uh, where you can play different tracks. And the other are these seeds. And each level where you're going in to fight, you have three seeds that you need to find. And they are actually different colors and it took me a while to realize it. But there's one red, one green, and one gold. So each level has three, but you can also buy them at the different shops on the overworld but the different colors do have significance so when you go to the shops on the overworld basically one of them is for upgrading your health another is for upgrading your stamina or like your special weapons that you can use like how many charges you have left when you go to the shop for the health you can buy the red seeds and then you can use red seeds to upgrade your health. And you need three to upgrade your health. Same with the stamina or the charges. You need three green ones to upgrade there. So you can buy some. I think there are three available for you to buy at each of the shops of each color. And also in the levels, like I said, each level will have one red, one green, one gold. So when you accrue enough red to upgrade your health, you can go to that shop and upgrade your health another point. The gold ones can be used for either. It's really up to you if you want to upgrade your health more or your stamina more. Uh, but the red ones, again, have to go to health. Green have to go to stamina. I don't think you can do, like, two reds and a gold to upgrade health. Like, you have to have three of one color. So you need three gold to either upgrade health or stamina. I found that upgrades pretty helpful for the special levels. At least the stamina upgrades are super necessary because you're going to need to perform some special moves in sequence. And you're going to need to have a certain amount of charges available to you. But you do have to collect them all to get the platinum 
which again, I am going to try for. So let's talk about in-level platforming. So once you're in the level, you can move side to side. It is a 2D platformer and you'll be jumping and you'll be swinging a bat. Hence, Bat Boy. Some basic things that you'll come across, again, very Shovel Knight, very Mega Man. So you'll have ladders, you'll have like jumping through platforms to go up, very simple things that you've seen before, and some troublesome tropes that you might experience. Like, for instance, Mega Man, like you'll have to have a couple levels where there are just ladders that are dangling and you'll have to jump and grab them and jump and grab them as you go. Something that you've definitely went through if you've played through some of the Mega Man games. And it is a 2D platformer with screen to screen progression. So once you get to the edge of the screen, like you'll go onto another screen. Although some of the levels do kind of play with this where in certain screens, if you go all the way to the right, you actually pop back on the left. And the game is actually really good about um, making it challenging with that because there is one level where whether you go down or side, like you'll come up on the other side or at the top and you have to actually use that challenge uh, to progress through the room. So that's pretty interesting. So let's talk about your bat and the move set that you have there. So you swing it and you hit enemies. And if you're standing just on the ground, you'll just have a simple swing and you'll be able to just hit enemies. You'll be able to deflect projectiles. Uh, and the game is actually pretty good about pacing the tutorials with this because there'll be a lot of things that you have to hit projectiles in order to progress or move forward. Now, when you jump and swing, it's interesting because your character actually does like a cartwheel with the bat. So it's like they hit in a full circle. And this is going to be super useful and important because when you hit enemies or when you hit objects or projectiles, when you're jumping and swinging the bat, you actually pop up higher. So this is similar to Shovel Knight uh, when you hit downwards and sort of bounce off it. So this is going to allow you for like a second propulsion. So you can jump and then hit a projectile and then it'll pop you up again. And you can actually do this continuously as long as there are things to hit off of, uh, even infinitely. And it even reminds me of Cuphead uh, when you get thrown those like pink projectiles and you use it to like pop up. Um, so it's very similar to that. And as you're doing this, you're gonna get better at this. Um, the game is really forgiving in terms of proximity to like an enemy or projectile. Like you can actually jump up through a platform where there's an enemy. And if you can't quite make the platform, you can swing your bat and it'll hit the enemy and you'll pop up and make the platform. Um, so you don't have to like perfectly be in the right distance to do it, um, but it is not forgiving on timing. So if you wait and you get hit by the enemy, you're not gonna get that hit. I feel that this allows for really great basic platform challenges, especially with the enemies. There are a lot of instances and sequences where like you can actually traverse long pits just by bouncing off of projectiles or enemies that are flying. So let's jump into advanced moveset. So when you go into a level, each level is going to have a boss at the end of it. And when you beat that boss, it's kind of like Mega Man, you're going to get some kind of move from them and they'll actually willingly give it to you. But the new moves are pretty interesting. Some of them start pretty basic, like you'll get a bat throw pretty early on where like you hold the bat swing and then you throw it and then the bat is just kind of sitting there spinning and you can actually run up to it and then jump off of it. So this allows for a lot of different platforming challenges to be accomplished. Like if you jump and throw the bat, you can actually use it as like almost a second jump to get to a higher platform. Some other things like 
you'll have a shield, you'll have a charge move. A lot of these things really come in handy, but they're not required, which is interesting. Also, what's interesting is it's not like Mega Man where you have to go to the menu and like, okay, now I'm going to be Air Man or now I'm going to be Metal Man. It's not like that. You actually get these moves just on your regular person and it uses a lot of the face buttons that weren't being used before. So this is where the stamina stat comes in because if you have like four stamina, like the green stat at the bottom, that means that you can only use four special moves until you find a way to recharge it. What's also interesting is after you beat a boss, you'll get this new move and then you'll have like a little challenge course, like almost like a mini training course that helps you figure out how to use it in different contexts. So again, the game is very good with pacing, especially when you learn a new move and allows for a lot of synergy with these new moves in the platforming challenges. In terms of the levels that you'll be around in the environments, again, great pacing of challenge and new things. The first few levels, I think, are fairly simple and you can get by just by using your bat. But once you start to beat bosses and get these new moves, you'll kind of have the option to make traversal easier for you by using the advanced moves. Sometimes they will be required, but a lot of times not. You can really kind of use your own strategy with a lot of these. And even if you get hit, like you'll be invincible. So like if you mess up a platforming challenge over like spikes, you can just get hit and then like run past it. But again, I really like being able to have the option of having a perfect run for a level just by using some of these special moves. Also, as you're going through, you'll find a lot of secrets. Again, you'll have to find three seeds and a cassette in each level, but there'll be a lot of things that you've probably seen before, like uh, having to jump uh, a lot higher. Like I said, maybe using the bat spin, having to traverse a long distance or stay up for a long distance. Some more advanced things, like you'll get mechanics where time will slow down. There'll be timed screen scrolls, whether it's left to right, up, down, or down, up. And you'll have a lot of levers and wheels that you'll have to hit, some with enemy projectiles. And what's interesting is with enemy projectiles, they'll get shot at you, and if you're just standing there and swinging the bat, it'll go back towards where it came from. But you can also aim, like you can shoot it up at a 45 degree angle or down at a 45 degree angle. And again, the game tutorializes that for you in a small way, kind of telling you that that's possible, but that will be necessary for you to progress if you happen to need to hit a lever or something like that. Other things like breaking walls, finding hidden rooms, like I said, very Shovel Knight, and you'll see it in the environment, like oh, this wall here is like a little cracked or whatever, and you just swing the bat on it. You know, maybe there'll be a treasure chest, maybe there'll be a seed there or a cassette or something like that. As you're progressing through the game and the level, primarily what you're going to be doing is collecting a lot of gems, and this is going to be the main currency. Again, very similar to Shovel Knight. You'll need this to buy a lot of the seeds and stuff and the upgrades that uh, you can do in the overworld. In terms of enemies, they start out pretty simple, I would say, but then get complex. A lot of them are just one hit, but some of the later ones will be like you have to hit them twice or you have to knock them down or do something first and then hit them. So there's going to be some variation with what the enemies do. So a lot of melee enemies, a lot of them, again, shooting projectiles, varying speeds, varying size. But I really do like the variation among them and the pacing. So when you first start off in the first few levels, there'll be very simple enemies. Some of them you're going to see throughout the game, so there is some reoccurrence of some basic enemies. But I really find that the challenge synergy that has to do with hazards and the environment and the enemies is really good and really well paced. Whether it's the way they attack, the projectiles that they shoot, or anything like that. And again, like placement of enemies with their projectiles, you might need to utilize them to traverse like long pits or, or things like that. The interactions that you have with enemies are sometimes really interesting 
And it's funny how they progress as well. So something that you'll see early on, there's a lot of these like pig enemies that have like spears. A mechanic that you'll find is that if you hit one of them while you're just on the ground, like not in the air jumping, you'll actually send it rolling almost like a bowling ball. And you'll hit it and it'll go down a row and it will kill any enemies that are in its path. And I actually think that's linked to one of the trophies. But what's also interesting is you'll find enemies later on who, if things are coming at them, they'll shoot them back, whether it's a projectile or whether it's an enemy that's rolling. So you'll do this and then not expect an enemy to like kick something back to you. Like, whoa, uh, you'll find turtles about halfway through. And these are interesting because you can step on them and sit on them if they're walking over spikes to try to get you there. But then it'll kind of change it up on you because then they'll have spike turtles. So you can use them to like bounce, but you might not be able to stand on them. I will say there's a lot of level specific enemies that I think add a lot of charm and some synergy to sort of the vibe of this. So we'll talk about how the game is very sports oriented, like you're bat boy, so you play baseball. But the bosses that you're going to fight are like someone who plays tennis, someone who plays hockey, soccer, basketball. In the level, you'll actually see a lot of these enemies kind of emanate that sport. And their moveset will also do that. So, for example, and I don't want to spoil too much, but one of the first levels, they'll be throwing baseballs at you. Like, oh, okay, I'm Bat Boy. Like, I have a bat. Let me shoot this back. But then you'll have, like, enemies that are pitchers and then some that are, like, catchers. So, like, you might have an enemy throwing a ball at you and you want to hit the projectile back and hit it, but then there might be a catcher in front of him who like is going to catch the ball so then it won't hit the guy who threw it. So it's like a lot of things that build upon each other. And again, with other sports, like with tennis or, or things like that, like you can see how it'll get a little more challenging, but really be synergistic with the vibe of the game and the level. Some of the bosses that you'll come across, all of these bosses are two phases. Uh, for the most part, there's one that isn't, but these are kind of tough. Nothing that I was really banging my head against. Like there were plenty of times where it took me like five or seven tries to beat a certain boss, but it's a lot of Shovel Knight strategy in that like you can keep propping yourself up and like hitting the enemy, staying above them by just like figuring out where they're going to land and then hit swipe the bat so that you bounce up. There aren't too many bosses that really punish you for that, but as you get further into the game, you won't be able to do it as consecutively. Like you'll have to use like some of your special moves or you'll have to find another way to hit them consecutively. I did die a bunch in this game, but never a lot on like the same boss. I actually died more often in platforming challenges than actually against bosses because again, the pacing of the challenge is really good and some of the later levels really have that challenge there. So let's talk about it in terms of accessibility. I think you do have infinite deaths. Like every time you die, you'll go back to a save point and it'll say like strike one or strike two or strike three. And that's like how many tries you've had. And the first time I got to strike three, I was like, oh, I'm going to have a game over or something. But it doesn't. Like I had strike 11 on certain levels. So I was like, oh, this is a nice thing that it says strike, but it doesn't really have any consequence, I think, for dying. Also, speaking of consequences for dying, you don't lose any gems and you don't have to go back and retrieve them. That's something that was a little frustrating with uh, Shovel Knight for a lot of people, but you don't have that problem here. And like I said, I did find the platforming challenges more tough than bosses, but what is very alleviating about this is that there are multiple checkpoints in a level, again, much like Shovel Knight, although you don't have the option to break them and, and not use them. Anytime you go to the checkpoint, it's almost like a little Sonic thing, like the thing that goes ba like that spins and it's like this bulb. 
if you go to it and hit it, you'll have a full recovery. In terms of saving, it's pretty much autosave. Whenever you go back to the overworld, like I, you can just hit quit and it'll bring you right back to where you were. At some point, you will be able to unlock consumable health items if you bring a special item back to an NPC. Uh, and you can actually do this early on, and I didn't realize it, so I only got to it like halfway through the game. But you'll unlock like vending machines throughout the levels, and you can like buy something on there so that if you're in a pinch, like in a boss battle, you can use it to recover some health. The upgrading and the special move use is for the most part optional. Again, unless you want to do the completionist or do the platinum trophy or beat the special levels. I like that it gives you a lot of access to different things, but you don't need to use it. Again, there are a few instances where you need to use a special move to progress, but for the most part, you can get by with just the simple hitting projectiles and moving across or using enemies to bounce off. It is a collectathon in a way. Again, if you want to get the platinum trophy, like if you want to get everything, like you do have to go on multiple runs possibly within a level. But what is really nice is that if you're doing that, like if I got through a level and only got two of the seeds and I want to go back and get the other one, all I have to do is find that seed and I can actually quit the level and I'll keep it. So that's something that's really helpful, especially if you're going again for that platinum trophy uh, just for accessibility. Let's talk about the vibe of Bat Boy. Let's start with visuals. This game is super colorful, super pixelated. Again, right out of Shovel Knight. If you played Shovel Knight, you'll be right at home. This is a very strong ode to Shovel Knight. But the environments are very animated and busy when you're in level. Enemy projectiles and the actual enemies themselves really pop with color, so you're not really ever confused by things. I think the HUD is pretty simple. Like at the bottom left, you know which ones are your health, which ones are your special stamina. Something that I got a little confused by, it's just because I have color blindness, is like the color of the seeds. So like in a level, I didn't know, even looking on the menu, if I had the red or the green or the gold. But I think they're in the same order uh, red green gold when you look at the menu of what you need to get there is high accuracy when it comes to like visual cues especially if you're doing like the bat jumps it is pretty forgiving in terms of proximity like you can be not that close and there'll be a lot of gimmies that are just like yeah you hit them and like you'll pop up a little bit but it is very visually accurate in terms of like how close you are and like how much of a jump you get because again you will have like long jumps or secret areas that you want to find and you might have to like really space out like throw the bat and have it spin and then like jump pretty far and try to get that second jump but it is visually accurate with distances and, and how much you jump there. And the level themes are really interesting, whether it's colors, again, whether it's sports, like you're gonna see a lot of these different balls there and the colors really pop with them, like in the cold or ice level, like it's very blue and kind of dark a little bit, but it has like white frost. And when you're in like the gear level, which is like inside a machine, like you see a lot of these gears turning and it's like kind of grungy, but it has like orange pops, like fall colors. Um, so a lot of uh, the themes really come alive there. So let's talk about themes. 
Again, this game is super sports oriented. You are a bat boy and a lot of your bosses that you're going to come into are different sports. And so the levels, again, the enemies, the hazards that you come into are very specific to that sport. So if you're going to like the soccer level, it's really cool because you'll like hit an enemy and it'll roll at another character, another enemy, and they'll kick it back to you. And so there's a lot of great incorporation with that. Also on the soccer level, like certain enemies, when you get close to them, they dive at you almost like, you know, they're trying to like take the ball away from you or something like that, or trying to get a yellow card on you. A lot of talk about like team and friendship and bonding and things like that. It's not overly cheesy, but there are some like Japanese anime vibes, like rivals becoming friends and things like that. And this is really brought in by the dialogue. I think the dialogue is really good. The writing is good. It's very minimal. You're not always talking. You're not always having conversations. Like you have time to do your platforming. But a lot of silly banter. Like you will get a, a character that kind of follows you around. And so the dialogue between you can sometimes be silly. So the game doesn't really take itself too seriously. And I do enjoy that. But a lot of Japanese influences, obviously this team is from Osaka. There's something interesting about the characters in this game. There's like this Persona vibe. I don't know if you've ever played Persona. Like these are normal characters who like at night, like they dress up in their sports and then they go fight crime and things like that. So definitely like on the other side of things, like having an alter ego and like trying to be a superhero. When you kill a boss, it's like these slow motion kills, which is something similar to Shovel Knight. And so it's really cool to see things like that. In terms of audio the music is so good in this game it's got that 8-bit charm to it it's a cross between shovel knight and mega man mega man x i will say it's less abrasive than shovel knight i really like shovel knight soundtrack but i feel like it's just really high energy and it's really in your face there are a lot of like somber tracks or like very relaxed tracks in this game and i really really like them especially like if you're going to like the grassy plains or like the forest or something like that it does really embody what that is and in terms of sound effects i love love the frequency of them the accuracy of them it's very satisfying when you do like a bat jump or when you throw the bat and jump on it really hearing that can be helpful and especially if there's a lot of enemies and you're like really trying to time jumping on a projectile or dodging something like not getting hit by things it can be very helpful uh, for the gameplay just to have that sound feedback All right, let's wrap up the conversation about Bat Boy. This is an amazing game. It's certainly bite-sized. It's not as long as some other games like it. I think it's even uh, shorter than Shovel Knight. So it's a nice bite-sized adventure. I think it has great accessibility. I think the moveset is really good. Being able to get different special moves and not having to use them, but you have the option to is always good as well as stat upgrades, being able to upgrade your health, upgrade your stamina. Again, it's all optional. You can definitely get through this game with a lot of the basics. I think the basics are easy to master, but the game does challenge you in the later parts to not necessarily specifically use special moves, but just like rethink how you use the basics. Again, I think the pacing is really good in this game. Tutorials are really good. The game is super charming. The dialogue, the character tropes. I really think there's a lot of warmth here in this game. 
and I love the soundtrack. Again, uh, I love it even more than Shovel Knight soundtrack. I think this is a solid game to platinum. I am definitely going to try to platinum it. I think it's pretty easy where I'm at. I only have like maybe five seeds left to get um, and a couple other small collectible things. And I think it'll be well earned and definitely doable. In terms of value, I think $15 is perfect for the MSRP for this game. Shovel Knight was $25, I think. And I'm not saying that that wasn't worth it or that value wasn't there. But again, in terms of financial accessibility, I think this game is great. I think the value is great. I'm glad that I bought it at full price because I definitely wanted to kind of show support for games like this. But if this game is ever on sale, you absolutely have to get it. I think it's even more accessible than Shovel Knight. I think the difficulty is perfect. I think the pacing is good. If you are a Shovel Knight or a Mega Man fan, Mega Man X, I think you will eat this game up. And so I highly recommend it. You should absolutely play this game. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Stay tuned for our next episode to see what new game we found for you.